On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about green screen on your smartphone. Can you do it? I bet you can. We're going to find out as we move on with the show. But today's show is made possible by our good friends at FreshBooks. That's right, FreshBooks. If you run any kind of business, especially a small business or some sort of a solopreneur type business, FreshBooks is the perfect software for you to do all of your accounting as well as all of your invoicing. You can also do estimates and proposals and a whole bunch of other great stuff inside one program. I'd been using QuickBooks for a long time. I never was a big fan of it. It was just kind of what we had to do. I recently switched to FreshBooks and boy, oh boy, what a difference. I actually enjoy using it. I understand it. And making the uh, proposals is a snap and works really well. You can send out the proposal and the customer can actually approve it. Same thing with expenses. You can send expenses, they can approve it, and then you have in writing automatically their approval on a project. So if you start working on it, You've got a signed copy saying that they approved on that. So it's a very, very good program. Shows you everything you need. Connects to your bank accounts. And you can even do recurring billing, which is one of the issues I had with QuickBooks. So if I've got a client that's supposed to pay me every month, I can have them put a credit card on file and automatically charge every single month. Makes it a whole lot easier. And you can do that with FreshBooks. Check it out right now by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash FreshBooks or Click the link down below if you're watching this live. All right, with that, let's hit that music. Here it comes. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness with Ray. <laughs> He's mimicking me. Ray the Video Guy. I'm Steve Sleeper. Go VMM.com. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, we're everywhere else you can find fine podcasts, including... Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store. Uh, what's, what's some of the other ones there, Steve? Uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, iHeartRadio. Tune in. Tune in. And, of course, uh, your local Winn-Dixie. Stitcher. Stitcher. That's the other one I was thinking of. And We're not on also, Plurk. And also at your local Winn-Dixie. I should, I should put us on Plurk, just to say we're on Plurk. That would be good. Yeah. It would be good to be on Plurk. Okay, so I got a question on FreshBooks for you. All right, go um, for it. I'll do my best. They, they, how, what do do they uh, integrate with an, a merchant account for the credit card, or well, how does yes. that work? Yeah, you do you they, can connect. Do they mm -hmm. offer the merchant account? They do. That's that. Hey. They uh, they work directly with WePay, which uh, uh -huh. WePay I'd already been using, um, and WePay is. Hmm. One of the big banks owns WePay now, and I can't remember which one it is, Bank of America or Citibank or Capital. One of them. You know, one of those Chase. big ones. Chase. Chase. Yeah, one of, it might even be Chase, actually. But one of those big banks actually is the the, the entity behind the uh, WePay now. So, uh, yeah, you do that automatically. You get in there. And by the way, I should mention, I, I didn't mention this up front, you can start checking out FreshBooks right now completely free. You don't have to pay anything to, to get started. You can go in there. You can set up your stuff, see how it works, and if you like it, then at the end of the month, 
then you can join it. Uh, they don't even ask for a credit card. They just let you jump in there and start doing whatever the heck you want. I uh, I set mine up. I connected it with WePay. I put in all my clients, and and I hadn't even you know hadn't even paid anything yet. So everything was all set up and uh, done long before I ever reached the 30 days. So be sure to go in there, check it out. Again, it's at raiselinks.com slash FreshBooks. How much is it per month? Uh, I think it varies a little bit, but I would say it's like, I think the plan that I was looking at is only like $24 or something like that. It's it's pretty inexpensive. Oh. I think the uh, I think the QuickBooks one was about 70 so uh, for yeah, the one that we yeah. had. And you can and get QuickBooks we, cheaper than that, but and uh, what's the uh, the fee on WePay? Uh, I believe it's a tradition. I think it's like three percent or something like that. Okay, oh well, that's not bad. That's yeah, about about normal. So yeah. not not great, of course, but not not bad. I've seen yeah, I've seen some that are better. Normal. But uh, I, I was talking well, to somebody pay, the other pay, day who was at two percent. PayPal 2%. takes an oh well, no. but yeah, PayPal, PayPal takes, takes more than that. Northern, they're they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, they're good for some things, but not billing, you know, so yeah. not invoicing. Sorry, PayPal. Okay. Yeah. Get your act but, together. Uh, that's right. Get your act together. For Who do you think Steve. you are? Who do you think you yeah. are? PayPal. PayPal? You think you're my pal? I don't think so. Elon Musk. So. Well, he's not there anymore. I use Video Buddy, so I don't care about PayPal. That made no <laughs> sense whatsoever. But... My buddy is a video. <laughs> I don't need a pal when I've got a buddy. So there you go. All right. So with that, today we're going to be talking about uh, green screen for smartphones. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is we've recently had some shows on on microphones and we've had shows on lighting and we've had shows on, you know, a bunch of different things. But uh, and we've even talked about green screen in the past and how to get good green screen. But today I wanted to talk specifically about using smartphones with green screen. And we did have an episode, and I should have looked it up beforehand, but a few episodes back that was specifically about uh, smartphone video production. But I wanted to well, talk... You 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 use your, your iPhone, you green screen. You've been doing do, that yeah. forever, haven't you? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, pretty much everything that I do, so any video that you see with me in it is, unless it's, unless it's at my desk and I'm using my, you know, my uh, C920 here. But if I'm in the studio, if you see me in a background or you see me dressed up as a superhero flying through the city or whatever I'm doing, that's all done on the green screen, obviously, but it's done with my my iPhone 11. And um, the reason for that is I don't need to have somebody running the camera. I can do it all myself. I don't have anybody here. I'm by myself. So uh, I need to be able to shoot. I need to be able to be the subject. I need to be able to be the lighting guy. I've got to do it all myself when I produce that stuff. And the only way I can really do it effectively is with my smartphone. I've tried doing it with some of my nicer cameras, but you know, then I get it done and I bring it back and uh, find out it's completely out of focus or, or what have you. It's mm-hmm. just, it's too complex. With the, with the iPhone, I just pop it up there and Android phones, same thing. I use, uh, I use a great app uh, called uh, Filmic Pro, which uh, I believe we've talked about in the past. Maybe we'll do an episode specifically on that one day on, on camera apps. But um, I use that, and I shoot myself on the green screen, and it works perfectly. It works very, very well. Now, uh, in order for green screen to work well, there's a lot of things that have to be in play that you have to set up properly. Otherwise, no matter how good your camera is or how bad your camera is, you're not going to get a good result. And so the biggest thing that you need to do is you need to have a good green screen, literally the actual whatever you're using in your background, whether it's paint, a cloth, a pop-up green screen. It's got to be a good green screen, and you've got to have good lighting. 
and we'll talk a little bit about the lighting. And I know we've talked lighting before, but this is vital when you're talking about doing green screen. And we're going to go through the whole process of exactly what I do in order to uh, green screen right here in my studio. So first and foremost, the actual green screen itself, the material. Uh, I've done this with a variety of different things from foldable cloth that's green that we hang, you know, we would hang from a, a, we've got a backdrop holder and we would put that on there and that worked fairly well. The problem with that, of course, is that you've really got to do a good job of making sure it's all stretched out properly so you don't have wrinkles and, and whatnot because that can really kill you. Uh, I've got a pop-up green screen. It's, you know, made of that um, kind of like that tent fabric. And you pop it up and, and it pops up a nice big green screen. And those are pretty good, but they tend to get wrinkly as well. And over time, they tend to get more wrinkly and they get a little bit looser and, you know, they get stretched out. And then they, you know, when they, when you're popping them up there, then they start to get a little flabby because they were stretched out and whatnot. Sounds like my wife. Yeah, that's what happens, you know. But uh, anyway, so that's uh, another issue that you have there. So what I switched to when I moved into this office is I switched to paint. And uh, what I did was I went and I got the uh, what's called Roscoe green screen paint. And what that paint is, is that is um, a paint from a very specific company that makes a very specific paint that is um, has a certain, uh, it's a very flat paint and light tends to travel all across it a lot better. And, and there really is a difference between the Roscoe green screen paint, which you can get at places like uh, B&H, you can get it on Amazon, you can get it at Adorama, all the places where you would get any kind of uh, video equipment. Just look up Roscoe green screen paint, you'll get it there. Um, there have been tests done, and there is something about it, uh, not necessarily even the color, but something about the base paint that they use that works really well for this. And there's been, there's a, um, a color that's sold at Lowe's and Home Depot and it's called like crab apple or green apple or, or something like that. And it's color wise, it's almost exactly the same, but when they've done tests with it, where they've painted Roscoe on the wall and they've painted that on the wall, the Roscoe did a lot better. It spread the light out a lot more evenly just because of the base type you know, whatever the base coat of paint is in there. Um, it's a very flat paint. And so the light spreads across it very, very nicely. And uh, I think we got, uh, I think you can get a can of it for like $50. So it's not crazy expensive. We're talking about a big gallon of it. I've still got, you know, more than half of that gallon in the closet over here. Um, so I did an entire wall with, you know, just a little bit of that. So uh, you get quite a bit out of it. But yeah, Roscoe green screen paint, great way to do that. If you can get a, you know, a backdrop cloth, Go for it. That's going to work as well. Um, you may need to put a little more effort into the green screening when you get into your editor, but it's going to work very well also. And the pop-ups are inexpensive. You can get those. Um, and you. And by the way, if you get one of the green screen cloths, you can just tack it up to the wall. Um, in fact, the, the kind of ironic thing is I have a nice backdrop holder that has the green screen on it, and you, know, you can put other backdrops on it. Uh, realistically, Taking it and tacking it to the wall is actually better than those holders because it, you can stretch it out, you know, more evenly when you just tack it to the wall. So there is some benefit to to doing that. So you may want to think about that. Um, another option that a lot of people do is take that Roscoe green screen paint and build a portable wall that you can paint and then put together. And then that way, if you need to move it around from one place to another, you can do that. And, uh, you know, big and bulky, but at least you can do that. Very effective for that. So... Uh, those are the first things you got to think about is get something good for your green screen. I highly recommend the paint. If you can paint a wall or if you can, you know, build some sort of a wall and paint that, 
Very, very effective. Works very well. Cuts down on the editing time by, I mean, just leaps and bounds. I bring my footage into my video editor. I turn on the green screen and boom, it's just gone. I don't have to do anything hardly. It just automatically uh, gives you a really nice screen. So I love the paint. There's no seams in it. Uh, even in this old building where <laughs> where there used to be chair rail in, in this office here. So uh, right in the middle of the wall, there's all... You know, it's all been patched all the way across and painted over and um, not the best patch jobs in the world. So if you go there and you look at it, you can see with your naked eye, you know, all the all the um, uh, spackle that was put on there. But in the green screen, it works perfectly fine and, and you can get a really nice screen out of that. So highly recommend the paint if you can get it. If not, go for one of those uh, pop-ups or go for some sort of cloth. You can get the cloth for, you know, probably $10 these days. Uh, on Amazon and just tack it up there and, and get ready to use that. So the next big thing that you need to work with is you need to make sure that you've got the proper lighting. And when you're going to light a green screen, there's actually a couple of steps to this because you've got to do two things. You need to light that background and you need to light the person or the subject that's going to be in the video. And so you need to have quite a bit of lighting. Um, what I have for mine, and, and we've talked about lighting in here before, is I've got two very large soft boxes that I shoot onto the wall. That That's their only job is to shoot onto the wall, one on the left, one on the right. And uh, quite honestly, I, I, I would almost want to add more than what I have to make it even more even. So if I had like one, two, three, four, so one up high, one down low, one up high, one down low, that would be even more ideal. Uh, a good friend of mine, he actually came up with something really interesting. He actually had somebody build, uh, take a, a ballast that you would normally have on fluorescent lights in your office. And they took the ballast and they created a light with that ballast and put it on a pole. So what he had was he has a, a pole that is sitting on the left and the right side of the green screen. And the ballast is running straight up and down. And then he put the, uh, the uh, fluorescent light bulbs that he put in there, he got photographic fluorescent light bulbs that are white balanced for daylight and they're, they're even lighting and they, they don't flicker and all that. And that's what he uses on the sides of his. And that's great because it's very soft light, very bright, and it's tall. So it, you know, it's, it's as long as a person. They're like six feet long. And so they really cover. Whereas my light, uh, the soft box is probably three feet tall, maybe three and a half feet tall. But the light is in the center shooting out and the soft box is, you know, softening it. But if, if we had one of those, you'd probably get a much more even light. So that's a really cool thing that he had. Um, and he had somebody build that for him and, and it worked out really well. And so one of those on each side. But basically you want to have lights specifically to light your background. And then what you want to have is you want to have lights that are going to light you when you're on the green screen. Now, you want to make sure that you are in front of those backlights. So... Those lights that are shooting onto the wall, you need to step away from that wall so that that light is not hitting you, okay? It needs to be hitting just the wall, and then you need to set up a traditional three-point lighting system on yourself, and that would be a key light, a fill light, and then a back, a backlight, okay? So you got your two backgrounds. You're now going to have a light that's kind of in front of you but just off to the side of the camera, and that's going to be, um, you know, kind of a a harsher, strong light. And then on the other side, you're going to have a softer light that's kind of off to the side even more to fill in that area. So you're going to have one area that's a little bit bright 
and you're going to have another light that fills that in. And that's going to give you a nice image on the front. And then you have what's called the backlight. And that's usually a smaller light that's behind you, but pointing towards you so that it hits the top of your head and down your shoulder. And it kind of separates you from the background that you're using. So that's the three-point lights that you want to have on you. Now, you don't need to go crazy with this. You don't need to have thousands of dollars worth of lights. You can get a full lighting kit on, on Amazon with all of these lights in it for, you know, 200 bucks these days. Uh, maybe not the best ones in the world, but, you know, you can start very inexpensively. What I use is I've actually got um, the big brother of this one that I got through Movo, which is an LED light. So I have those as my key and my fill light, okay, for in front of me, shooting on me. And then I've got a smaller daytime light that actually uses a traditional light bulb. Uh, it's a bright light bulb. It's a little bit bigger, but it's an LED bright light bulb, and it's daylight balanced, and it sits inside a little light cone, and it shoots on my back. And then I've got a lighting kit with the two uh, soft boxes that are shooting on my background. So I think I got the Lights with the soft boxes, I think I got for about a hundred bucks with the case, with the stands, with the light box, and, and everything in it for like a hundred bucks. Uh, it was on sale at Christmas time. The Movo light I got for like, I got those LEDs for I think they're $40 each, $50 each, something like that. Very inexpensive. And then the back one actually came with an old lighting kit that I had um, that we paid probably 150 bucks for 20 years ago. And so that's the one I use for that. Um, so not very expensive to do this. You can get around this a little bit, but that's kind of the ideal what you want. You want to have lights on your background and then lights on you separately so that you have that breakup between the two. And Steve, you have something you wanted to say there? No, no, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I had uh, one of the covers on my LED lights fall off. That's nice ah. when you're live. Yeah. 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 And I was just and- going to leave it and I thought, Oh, I think I need to fix that, matey. <laughs> so the other, the other thing, um, you know, I mentioned the kill and the the kill, the fill, the fill and the key light, the kill light. Um, the other thing that you can get your hands on, which is actually what I have right now on me, if you watch me live sitting at my desk, is a giant LED ring light, and those are very good because they ring around. They're a very big ring of lights that shoot all around you and so you get a very even light which is why you can see my whole face is pretty well lit i'm not uh, dark on one side or the other really uh except down here a little but that's because the light's up high but that's uh, a very good option as well instead of a fill and a key light if you want to get a big ring light you can get away with that just make sure that your backgrounds are lit really well that's the the most important part of all this is is doing that now as far as your smartphones well the reason I brought this up is, like I said, many people don't believe that your smartphone can do this. That, you know, in the old days, it required a nice camera in order to do green screening. Either in the old, old days, if you were using a, a, an analog camera, you know, you were recording to tape, that wasn't a big deal. Uh, even VHS, you know, as crappy as it is and as soft as it is, you can get a, a pretty good green screen out of that. Um, especially if you're into super VHS, you get into some of the others because it's not compressed. Okay. So you're getting a full video there. And so it makes it a lot easier to green screen because you've got all the information. When we started to get into the digital age and we started using digital video cameras, you know, D literally DV, the, the little tapes, the way that they actually compress your video is by compressing the, uh, the color channels. Okay. And 
What's what's amazing about that is if you remember DV when it first came out, the color on it was amazing, way better than VHS ever was. I mean, the color was just very vibrant and sharp, but really that that's what they were actually compressing. So even though the color looked good, they were taking the color information out of the video in order to compress it to fit it onto these tapes. Well, the problem with that is if you try to green screen, there's not much information there and it was an absolute wreck. DV for green screening is a nightmare. Just did not work very well at all. Now, there were other formats of digital video um, that worked better. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Panasonic had DVC Pro, which was a, a form of DV, but it was a more professional one and it compressed it less. And so, therefore, you had more information. You could still do that. Uh, and there were others as well. Um, what ended up happening was after the DV revolution was over and we started to get into HD, well, we came out with a product called HDV. Now, HDV recorded on the exact same DV tapes. So if you had you know, an old DV camera, you could use those same tapes and record HD video on them now with the HDV format. Now, what's great about this is when the HDV format came out, they didn't compress the color. They actually did in, uh, inter-frame uh, compression. And so they were actually compressing the video itself as a whole. And the good thing about that is that allowed you to have your full green screen color. You could start to green screen with that. Step forward now, all of the cameras that we use actually use a much better type of compression uh, that gives you an amazing green screen. So whether you're using your phone or a uh, DSLR or a video camera that you bought down at the Best Buy, uh, assuming the Best Buy is open, which ours is not still, um, you could do green screening with that because all the information was there. And of course, the great thing is with high definition, you've got so much detail and you've got so much, you know, so much more in, in that same space that you have a much easier time doing your green screening. And like I said, when it's lit properly, I shoot with my iPhone, I pop it into my computer, turn on the editor, drag the green screen onto the, the timeline and boom, it's done. Uh, pretty much a hundred percent, you know, rarely do I have to do any adjustments at all in order to have a nice, good green screen with that. So how do you shoot the green screen? Well, Anytime you're going to do green screen, what you probably want to do is you want to make sure you get yourself in that right spot, make sure that background is lit up, make sure that you're lit up, and then just frame the camera as you normally would. Now, the reason you want to be away from the wall or away from the green screen is not only because those backlights will start to hit you and, and be too much light, but you want to make sure that there's some space there so you're not casting shadows on the background because that can cause an issue. Um, with some of the softer lighting, you're not going to create many shadows anyway, but if you stand a little further away, if there is any shadow, it's going to be way off to the left or right because the lights are crisscrossing in front of you, that those shadows are going to be minimal and they're going to be off to the sides and probably not even on the part of the green screen that's in the camera. And so that's why you want to take a, a few steps out from that. And we're talking, you know, maybe five feet at least. So if you can stand a good five feet away, that's pretty good. Now, the only issue there is if you have a very small green screen, like one of those pop-ups, you have to be careful because you want to make sure your entire body is in that green screened area. So just make sure that you frame things properly, look through the camera and make sure that, you know, your entire body is in that. And then in those cases, make sure you don't stick your arms out because you don't want to cut your arms off. Okay. So that's the other thing you got to be careful with. And, and I used to use the pop-up 
and it was six feet tall and like four feet wide. And so I had to, when I did things, I had to talk with my hands always in front of me. If I'm going to use my hands, they had to be right in front of me because if I stuck my hands out, my fingers would get cut off and, and you know, it would ruin the illusion of the green screen. Now that I've got the whole wall, I can actually walk across the screen, you know, walk across the screen, the, the, uh, the shot if I want to, and, and it works perfectly fine. Um, so that's just a couple of things you really want to think about is make sure that you're standing away from the green screen as much as you can so you're not casting shadows. And then when you have your camera there, frame yourself right in the center. There's no need, you know, even if in your final video you're going to be off to the left or off to the right, just frame yourself right in the center because in your editing program, you can move yourself to wherever it is you want just like you would move a graphic because you would be a graphic. You can move yourself to the left, the right, up and down, shrink yourself, blow yourself up, whatever you want to do. And by the way, that's the other beauty too. With these smartphones, you're shooting in 4K. Most of the videos that people do these days when they export them are still going to be HD. So you're literally starting with a much sharper, much larger image than what you're exporting at, which means that if you shoot yourself from the waist up and you decide you want to have a shot that's you know just your head, it's not going to get all pixelated because it started out as 4K on, on those smartphones. And that's going to make a big, big difference when it comes to editing your videos. Now, the other thing to think about too is um, your cameras, your smartphones, they have the back camera and they also have that selfie camera. And believe it or not, I use the selfie camera quite often. It's still a high resolution camera. It still takes a great image. It still can be green screened just like the other side. Now, um, is the other side going to look a little better? Maybe, maybe it will. Um, I don't see huge differences unless I'm really, really looking at it. So, you know, you can use either one. If I'm looking to just do something quickly, I use the selfie side. Now, if I'm setting something up and really going to, um, you know, produce something nicer, I'll use the backside and I'll hook my camera, my smartphone up to my TV so that I can see what I'm shooting on the big screen TV while I'm doing it to make sure that everything's working. But if you use the selfie side, there's nothing wrong with that. You can get away with shooting on the selfie side and really getting a great image that you can use inside your video editing program. And so uh, once you have that shot, well, now we got to head over to the computer, right? This is your opportunity to really make this look good and really make some great stuff. And the way you do that is take that green screen footage that you got and bring it into your video editor. Now, most of the time, the editor that I'm using is Final Cut Pro. Uh, and I'm sure many of you use that program. That's, that's my personal favorite. But there's a ton of great programs out there that will do the green screening for you. Everything from uh, Adobe Premiere to iMovie to Vegas to ScreenFlow to Camtasia and probably almost any other video editor you can think of. Uh, you bring that in there, you can do that. Hit film. DaVinci Resolve, those will do green screen amazing. In fact, DaVinci Resolve does amazing stuff with green screen. You just have to have a uh, four-year degree in order to figure out how to use it. But it does an amazing job. And, and I'm joking about that, but it, it is very, very complex. You need to watch YouTube videos and really learn how to use it. But it's absolutely incredible. Um, HitFilm has some great green screening tools in, and HitFilm is completely free. Now, they do have some upgrades. They've got a, a, a much better green screening kit that you can buy, and I think it's like $20 or something if you want to add that on, but you don't need to. You can do green screening without that add-on kit. It has green screening built in, but the add-on kit is very, very good. Uh, Final Cut Pro and Adobe Premiere have great tools in there for doing the green screening, and like I said, if you've got the lighting right, 
You don't need very advanced software. Um, I was doing green screening with some tools that have much weaker green screening tools. They have them in there, but they're very simple and it still works just as good or at least close enough. You know, now some tricks for this, when you're going to do your green screening, you want to really play around with some of those tools. If you're not getting a perfect green screen the first time, get in there and play around with the strength or the power or whatever they, that your particular program happens to call that where you can bring it. It's usually a, a dial from zero to 10 or zero to a hundred, depending on how they set that up. And you can adjust that. So in other words, it's going to remove more green or less green. And so you can play with that and you can see if it's at zero, it's just going to be you on a green screen. And as you bring that up, the green's going to disappear, disappear, disappear until all of it's gone. Now, once all of it's gone, you want to stop. If you go any further, you could start to remove things like uh, stuff that's off green color. You know, maybe it's a, a slight blue or something like that and you'll start to lose those. So just play with that to make sure that it's nice and even, that it looks good and that you're not getting fringe around the person that you're green screening, which can be difficult. Now, once you have a really good setup on that, uh, you may still see some green fringing around that a little bit. And what you want to do is play with the matte tools that are in there. That's matte, M-A-T-T-E. And what that is, is a matte is basically your image that you took in black and white. And I mean literally either black or white. There's no in between. And this is where black is what's invisible and white is what is still there. So if you do, if you look at the mat for yourself on the green screen, after you use the green screen tool, you would see a black background with a white shape of you in front of it. Okay. And those mats can be adjusted. So if you go back to the normal version and show you on the, whatever background you chose, the green screen is gone and you see you and you, if you've got that little fringe around you, there's actually a tool called a mat shrinker in most of the software. And if you shrink that mat, it's going to take that mat and it's just going to bring it in a little bit and cut that green out. Okay. Now you have to be careful with that because pretty soon it's going to have a real, you know, you're going to notice that it's cut. But if you, if it's very subtle and it removes that green, you're going to get a really nice green screen with that. Uh, and then once you have that, you can do anything you want with that. Now, another thing you may want to do, because one of the biggest issues with green screen, and, and I'll admit, even I get that a little bit just because, like I said, ideally I should probably have one light on the bottom, one light on the top. Uh, in the bottom or top corners, you can tend to get a little dark there. And so sometimes that doesn't screen out all the way. And so one thing that you can do is you can crop the image that you had. So if you're in the middle of the screen, in the middle of the green screen, and you shoot yourself there, you're only using that middle third. There's a whole bunch of green on either side of you that may not be getting used. So if you use your crop tool to crop in on the left and crop in on the right, you don't have to worry about how well that those ends are green screened because they're not going to be on camera anyway. So you can just crop that in. Now make sure if you're going to crop that, don't crop it so much that if you stick your hands out, it's going to make your hands disappear. So just be careful of that. But cropping can be a great way to help out your green screen without having to adjust the color itself because you're just going to remove any troubled areas and just, you know, just cut them right out. And that, that can make a big, big difference with your green screening, especially if you have trouble in the top and bottom corners where it tends to get a little weak with the green screen because the lighting starts to fade off there and, and whatnot. Um, but that's a great tool for doing that. Um, and once you green screen, you got to make sure that you're getting a nice background. 
put that background into your timeline and make sure you size yourself properly. You don't want to have yourself look like a giant. You don't want to have yourself look like a midget. And you don't want to, you, you want to make sure that whatever background you're using has the same focal points that you do. So in other words, if you're standing straight up in front of the camera, you don't want to have a picture of a room that was shot down low shooting up and the room is, you know, not straight on because then it's going to look like your room is crooked and you're straight. So you have to be careful of those types of things as well. But if you put the time in to edit your videos properly, if you put the time in to make sure that your green screen is lit properly, if you take the time to make sure that you're, you're framing your original shot properly, make sure you're not wearing green when you do it, unless you're, you know, trying to do something fun with that. Um, but if you do all of these things, you can have a very good green screen and you can do it right from your smartphone. And you don't need any kind of special cameras. You don't need any kind of special camera apps for your smartphone. You can use the built-in camera app. Uh, one thing to be careful with that is make sure if you're going to use the built-in ones, and I'm not sure how this works on Android, but on iPhone, you can lock in your iris and, and, and your focus. And then that way, you don't have to worry about uh, traditionally with those cameras or, or any camera that has a lot of auto in it, let's say you're standing in front of that camera and it's on auto mode and your, your smartphones will be on auto mode by default. You lift your hand up. Well, your hand is a little bit brighter than your face. And now that iris is going to start to close down a, just a little bit. And you're going to notice that your hand is going to pop up and be bright. And then it's going to start to darken down and your face is going to darken down and it's going to mess up the illusion a little bit. So you can avoid that by locking it in and then making sure that it stays that way so that if you lift your hand or if you move, it's not going to change the iris on your camera and, and mess up your shot. So just another thing to look for. And of course, if you want a great app for, do, excuse me, for doing that, uh, go with Filmic Pro. It's for iPhone and iOS, uh, excuse me, iOS and Android. And you have a great tool for that. You can lock in all sorts of things. You can do white balancing. You can do focus. You can do iris. You can control pretty much anything that you could control in a professional camera you can do with this app on your smartphone. So I highly recommend that you pick that up and uh, use that because it's going to make a, a big difference. And it's like, I think $14, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I don't have a link for that. Unfortunately, there's no affiliate uh, program. So I'm not making anything by telling you to uh, use that app. It's, it's just the one that yet, I use. Yet you have our eternal thanks. There you go. That's that's all I need, really. In I life, I so. do have a question. Yes. When when you're green screening, does your monkey boy hair cause any problems? Um, you know, it it, it can. It um, right now with the green screen and the lighting setup that I have here, it doesn't. But uh, it always has up until now. You know, when I've had yeah. lesser setups, it, it can definitely cause an issue. So you may want to, you know, wet that hair down a little bit, or you know. Yeah, you're, looking, you're looking kind of monkey boy today. You know? Yeah, it's, it is a little bit. It's a little little and wild you, and woolly. Then if you don't shave, that even adds to the effect, you know. So, I mean, that's yes, that's indeed. a that's a five o'clock shadow at two in the afternoon, dude. Is it? Uh oh. Hmm. But well, you look. You, you, you know, I tell you what, you look good for the way you look. Thank the you. Uh, one of the local <laughs> there you go. He carries an electric razor everywhere. One of the local meteorologists. Uh, during COVID, they had as many people as they could have work from home, okay? And so you you saw news reporters just using their webcam from home. Yep. And they had her set up with a webcam at home, and then they put a, 
you know, a big screen TV on a table, and, and that was the map. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was kind of cool. It was kind of fun. But one of the things she commented on was, uh, my favorite color is green. I finally get to wear green when I'm doing the weather because they didn't have a green screen or anything like that. And she's just sitting, well, in, front, you sitting know, in front of a TV. You know? that's, that's one of the beautiful things about, um, you, you know, this whole lockdown situation is we've really gotten to see that it doesn't require – multi-million dollar studios to get a point across. And I think that these news stations and even these TV shows like Conan O'Brien is is doing his show from mm-hmm. home, things like that, mm-hmm. has really opened up the rest of the world to, hey, it doesn't have to be multi-million dollar productions to entertain or to inform people. And, and that's something we've been talking and teaching for a long time. And this just proves it. Even on TV, you know, they're shooting with smartphones. So. Yeah. Well, you know, in Channel 3, which is just up the street from, from me, they built this building in the late 70s. It's a nice-looking building. And then in the back, they got this great big concrete structure that's two, two, two stories tall. It was a soundstage, you know, yeah. with the lights hanging up there, you know, traditional soundstage, like, like the stage you'd see in a theater. They don't use it anymore. They put all the radio stations in there. They divided it up with the radio stations because they don't need a soundstage anymore. Yeah, you, you yeah. really don't. Um, most of the equipment is, is so good these days that, you know, Not you necessary. don't really need it. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, so. and, and the thing is, you know, with the smartphones, and you've said this a million times, smartphones are digital. As long as you have the right lighting, it's going to look good. Uh, the, the, only, yep. the only thing with smartphones, small iris, but good lighting overrides that it takes care of it so why well, wouldn't you, know, you use your why wouldn't you use a smartphone because if you use the selfie side you can see yourself you can see yeah, what's going on absolutely and, and that's what's what's great about it and uh you know like i said when i when i shoot here in the studio if i'm just if i just want to quickly get it done i just use the selfie side so i can see it um and if not then i use the the cameras on the back side but i have the TV and and I connect it to that so that we can see it. But you know, sometimes I don't want to do that. I just want to throw it up there, shoot something, get it done. Sure. And in that case, I just use the uh, selfie side, and it works fine. It works fine with green right. screen. It works fine in every other way. That's well, a controlled environment. Why wouldn't it work? You know. Yep, absolutely. Very so cool. these smartphones are, are amazing tools for communication, not just because they're phones, but because of the other things that you can do with them. And and they, boy, have they come a long way. I guess I'm going to have to uh, get a smartphone. <laughs> I'm holding up a flip phone that I have. So, as soon as as soon as I'm not paying for my daughter's iWatch and iPhone and data plan and everything else, uh, I'll, I'll be able to afford a smartphone. <laughs> she's expensive. I mean, I just got done paying a ton of money for college, but uh, she's got a job. She's leaving home. We're empty nesters soon. Well, there you go. Not me. Mine, mine seems to be growing. I've got... Uh, How old are your kids now? Well, one of them's 21 and okay. uh, about to have their first child. He, he got married recently. They're going to be having a oh, child. And, oh, cool. Um, I've got my mother-in-law that lives with us, so we've got, uh, you got a, quite the, got a, quite the got compound. A so you're going to be a grandpa. Grandpa Ray. Yes, indeed. And let's see. You're 46? Uh Born in 74. Yeah, 46, right? yep. You're 46. See, you're going to beat me. I, was, I think I was a grandpa when I was 48. So you're going to beat me. Good job, Ray. I know, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all good. And, and of course, get your smartphone out and record all this stuff, you know, and all these life events. Get them on the, onto uh, the go. recordings. There you because, go. Because uh, you, you, I don't think we realize how lucky we are to be able to have these things in our lives that we can just, you know, record almost anything that we have. You know, life events, Easily. easy to record down. Easy to record, easy to edit for anybody. Yeah. So, okay, buddy. Go. Good stuff. Yeah, good advice. Good advice. So there it is. That is green screening with your smartphone. Highly recommended. Works very well. Use it all the time. Um, and and really, I'm being serious when I say that. If you if you saw my Superman, uh, my superhero video recently, or uh, my you know. Einstein-like professor character or mm-hmm. um, some of the other things I've done lately that I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know, the, uh, f- the painter. What's it? Bob Ross. Oh, yeah, the Bob Ross. Stuff. All done with my iPhone and the green screen. So By the do way, it John Curry is watching from South Africa, and he says congratulations on being a grandpa. Where Thank you, John. I think, <laughs> I think it's like quarter to nine in the evening and. uh South in Johannesburg or thereabouts. Could be about, yeah, 9 or 10, I would guess. So. Yep. Good yep. to have you on there. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. And, of course, we appreciate all of you that watch us live each week or that uh, listen to us via the podcast. We appreciate everything that you uh, do, including giving us those likes and giving us those comments and giving us those reviews. We need them. We love them. We want them. Give them to us. Making fun Dang of it. me. Making fun of Steve. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All of these things. And, of course, we do that every single week. So uh, be sure to join us every week. Same bat time, usually. Same bat channel. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I say usually because half the time we're 10 minutes late. But Yeah, know. Ray's got something going on. He's trying to get off a conference <laughs> call or something. He's trying to get back to the office. Exactly. We, you, you, we, you've been um, – one of the good things about COVID-19 is um, you've been available each week to do a show. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like, gosh, I'm out, I'm out in uh, the hitherlands. I don't think I'm going to get back. I'm in a meeting and uh, can't do that now. We yeah. didn't do a show last week because of Memorial Day weekend. S- week. And just for the record, Steve didn't want to do it. I didn't want to. <laughs> Ray being the the uh, the soldier that he is. I, I was still here at 2 o'clock last Friday. but uh... Were you? Um, I don't know what I was doing, taking a nap or something. There you go. That's all you need yeah. to do. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. Well, we appreciate you again, as usual, and we look forward to seeing you again next week where we will talk about another wonderful subject in the world of producing video for the Internet and for other places, for your business, for your products, and even for fun sometimes. So yeah. be sure to join us and have a great week. And, of course, today's episode was made possible by our good friends at FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the great accounting program that is perfect for anybody that's a solo entrepreneur, small business, where you want to have everything in one place. It's not just an accounting tool. It's actually a small business um, uh, management tool, I guess, for for lack of a better word, a business tool, because you can do invoices, you can collect your money. You can account for all that money. You can send proposals. You can send estimates to clients. You can put clients into the system and manage them. All of that from one place and, of course, get all those great charts and send your stuff to your accountant and whatever it else is is that you need to do. 
but it does a great job. It's easy to use. It's actually enjoyable to use. I love making the uh, proposals with it. That uh, that just blew me away when I was like, whoa, I can send a proposal and have them say, yes, I accept. And then I've got it in writing. And they, they literally, they hit yes. And inside of FreshBooks, there it is. Boom, approved. And you got it right in there. And of course, you can start doing those monthly recurring billings, which was the biggest problem that I had before was pain in the neck to, uh, to do that. But now with, uh, with FreshBooks, you do that right inside there. Very, very mm. simple and easy. So if you want to do that, you can start for free, free trial. You don't even need a credit card. Just go there, sign up, and start using it and see if you like it or not. I guarantee you'll like it because it is a very good program. It has a lot of great tools in there. It's inexpensive. And like I said, what do you got to lose? You don't even have to put a credit mm. card in. It's not mm. one of those where, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, hey, try it for free. And then a month later, when you forget, they charge you 100 bucks. No, you go and you try it for free. You don't even put in a credit card. Even if they wanted to try and charge anything, they can't until you decide that you want to use it. And at that point, then they'll collect the billing. So try it out at raiselinks.com slash FreshBooks. We hope you start to get a fresh look at all of your accounting with FreshBooks. Fresh. Fresh. Fr- guaranteed. The, fr- the fresh ray of Snellville. The Fresh Maker. Fresh Books. The Fresh Maker. We're going to get copyright right. lawsuits here if we keep going. Yeah, right, right, so, right. All right, let's get out of here. Before we get those copyright lawsuits, let's hit that song that is not copyright protected. So here it comes. He's See Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. YouTube Ninja Tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 